Station 97.7. Well, welcome to a new decade and a another grassroots show here tonight for your Sunday night on The Rock Station 97.7 FM. I'm Bob Cup from The Rock Station and from Shady Lady Productions, Mr. Utah Burgess. Happy New Year, Utah. Happy New Year to you as well, Bob. We are hitting the ground running in 2020 and uh, a lot going on. I tell you, I think the scene is just going to continue to pick up and run and it's good to see a lot of great things happening. And as we enter a new year, we're going to be getting geared up for an August band jam this year, but uh, a lot of fun yet to be had before we even get to that. So excited uh, for the year ahead here already. I mean, our first four um, shows of this year are all brand new CDs dropping from local artists. So yep, we're, you said it. We're hitting the ground running. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot going on. And, of course, we want to thank Meat Locker Recording Studio, sponsoring this opening segment of our show here tonight. And we're going to be talking with a band that actually did some recording down there. Brent, talk about brand-new CDs. Uh, we're going to visit with Anger the Ant tonight. Yeah, a lot of fun at the Meat Locker, that um, Christmas song that Jim wrote, Small Town Christmas. Boy, that got some uh, mileage over the holidays. That was a lot of fun to be a part of that. And I, anywhere I go anymore, it's like, that's hear about that song so yeah great job to jim and uh, of course another just quality product coming out of the meat locker recording studio absolutely so uh if you are looking to record great quality and have it played on the grassroots show we recommend you head to the meat locker recording studio you know i've always put on a lot of christmas music around the christmas holiday and was playing the grassroots annual spectacular uh quite a bit throughout the holiday and every time it, that's the first chords of that song would come out. I'd hear from hear my wife from a whole nother, you know, she'd be working on either rapping or decorating or making something. And I'd hear, you know, all the way down halfway through the house, turn that up, you know? So <laughs> yeah, it did get a lot of mileage, at least in my house. It did. I know. Yeah, <laughs> so, it did everywhere. But, right? uh, a lot of people said they just loved it and listened to it quite a bit. Yeah. It's a fantastic song. Well done. Well produced, well written, well performed. And Hey, that's what happens uh, in this community. And that's why we're, Opening up another year of the Grassroots Show here tonight, and we're, we're excited to see a lot of other activity. We, just last night, uh, the future guest is going to be on, Artie Tedesco, back. And, wow, for the first time in nine years, he put out new material and had a big party down at uh, Moondogs last night. Yeah, we're going to have him on uh, actually next week, so he'll be talking about that before he heads south. Yeah, and he kind of bounces back and forth between Florida, which this time of year... Uh, if I can find a spot in your back seat, Artie, I'm riding along. Not a bad but, idea. Uh, yeah, Will Franklin, Fred DeLue are all part of that. Uh, some pretty impressive musicians. And, uh, of course, Artie Tedesco, a legend in western Pennsylvania. We had also, uh, prior to the holidays, uh, received uh, information uh, from Sean Zarnick. He is the manager of the band uh, Travolta, the young group uh, that we have talked about uh, previously. They've uh, bounced uh, a lot of different areas, playing down in Pittsburgh to Jurgles. And uh, they're part of a new collaboration that is happening down at the Art Center. And I thought this was pretty cool because, you know, all, they've always had music surrounding the Art Center. Um, but here's something coming back again as kind of a bit of regularity, which has been something that has happened over the years down at the Art Center. And you've always had exposure to different kind of bands down there, which is cool. And so they have kicked off a thing called Saturday Night Special featuring Travolta down at the Art Center. And they kicked it off. Last Saturday, and now uh, this past weekend, the second annual show, or second show. But they're doing these through late March, so you'll have an opportunity to head down on a Saturday night. I guess their doors open at 5, the show starts at 6. They do charge a $3 cover charge, but uh, head down there. You're going to see you know, three, four acts a night. $3? 
for three bucks. That's affordable. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah. So pretty cool stuff. So there's a lot going on. And obviously, tickets have been on sale now for what feels like almost a month for the Band Jam Grassroots Music Festival presented by Woodman Life this year coming up in August. It is August 21st and 22nd at Cooper's Lake Campground. Yep, it's right around the corner. We're going to have to start booking bands here and making announcements. Well, we've got an extra month to play with, so otherwise, uh, you know, but the 1st of February, you're going to start hearing those bands, and we'll do those right up to the band jam this year. So we're looking forward to another, another great year. And I also want to remind everybody that coming up on uh, Saturday, January 18th, is the um, January Jam 2020 for Fostering Music. Um, we had Christina Stitt on as a guest here uh, uh, just, I don't know, what was in December, somewhere around there. A really cool program, so if you're looking for for some great music and uh, to help out a really cool cause, I, I recommend you check this out. You can check them out at fosteringmusic.org. O-R-G. Very cool. And uh, we'll talk about a number of other events that are coming up as well. But first, let's get to some music because we've got uh, the guys from Anger the Ant uh, coming into the studio tonight to visit with us and find out a little bit about their, their new album that they just dropped in late 2019. But first of all, we're going to get to some music and uh, a gentleman out of the Sharon area who's been knocking on our door. He's been around the music scene for quite some time. As a matter of fact, uh, his first ever album uh, was recorded by a guy who was a Grammy-nominated producer down in Nashville. Uh, but that's Rick Bruckner and the Brotherhood. He's got uh, the vocalist, uh, his musical companion, as he says, Brad Campbell. Uh, and they've been playing some music for a while, the last handful of years, around uh, western Pennsylvania and the eastern Ohio area. He calls it a blend of some folk, rock, Americana kind of style. Got a song called Love on the Hudson from Rick Bruckner and the Brotherhood. All right, well, maybe we'll kind of keep it in that same vein and even a geographical location here a little bit. Uh, over the holidays, I was at a holiday party, and I'm talking to this guy, and we're just having a great musical conversation. And then he, in, in going back and forth, he mentions he's scanning the radio dials, and he finds this really cool local music station or music show that's on, and uh, it turns out it's the grassroots show. And he, <laughs> so I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And so we, we, we really hit it off there. Um, it turns out that he knows a good friend of the show here going way back all the way to even our cable show. And that's wow. Jimmy LeVere, you know, and Folk Hammer yep, and all yep. of that. So um, they served together down uh, Pittsburgh area. Uh, you know, Jim was a, a motorcycle policeman and he was in the police force also down in Pittsburgh. So Rich Speth, if you're out there listening... Appreciate it, man. That was cool meeting you, and I told you I'd buy you a beer and we'd talk music, so you got to get a hold of me so we can do that. But let's throw on some Folk Hammer Linesville because I just talked to Jim here uh, a couple days ago uh, on the 31st. So we had a beer together. Awesome. Yeah. Linesville. Up in Linesville. You know, there used to be a K-Rock station out of Linesville. Oh, really? Many, many years oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's the first time I ever heard Pantera up there, so Linesville, good area. And... Uh, well, we've got Linesville music and more with Rick Bruckner and Folk Hammer kicking things off tonight on the Grassroots Show. The Rock Station, 97.7.
You're the undisputed captain of my fate Sky's so clear That it reminds me of the road that's brought me here Headed north on 99 and Lord I swear I'm doing fine Left my baggage at a stop along the way You can find me undergone, I'm moving on From the dues I've had to pay up to meet me and greet me like a long lost friend back in Linesville again Open Road Channel Ride the only one I've ever known With a smile on my as I disappear from here without a trace Then it's west 285 and I thank God that I'm alive Ain't nobody gonna take this faith from me Lord, I'm coming round and higher ground Past the obstacles I see May the road rise up to meet me me like a long lost friend back in Linesville again. Headed back to Linesville again. Yeah, I'm headed back to Linesville. I'm gonna tell the world how I feel when I'm gone. Up that way. And everything I do in life is glory bound. Heaven's name I pray Shape my fate By the sum of all I love that I create It's all brought me here By the grace of God there's nothing I shall fear Cause it's west to it if I Coming round a higher ground Past the obstacles I see And the road rise up to meet me Greet me like a long lost friend Back in Linesville again Hey, I'm headed back to Linesville again I'm headed back to The Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler is the area's number one recording studio. When you work with the engineers at The Meat Locker, your next song, album, EP, or demo will be of the best quality anywhere. Use their great-sounding live room, vocal booth, and new 24x24 24 24 drum room. 
They'll mix it together with the industry-leading program Pro Tools. Plus, if you need musicians, they have the talent you need. The Meat Locker Recording Studio. With your talent, they'll make your music rock. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Back on the Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station, 97.7. This segment brought to you by the Rainbow Inn for lunch, dinner, drinks, and fun. And the man can. Stop by 323 2nd Street in Freeport. A refreshingly good place to stop by for a little bite to eat or your favorite beverage. I'm still sweating out several man cans from the holiday season. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating saw, them out. Saw them post a uh, nice big picture of the banner on uh, Facebook over the break. The man can. Home of. Love it. And we thank them for being a part of our show here tonight. We are going to be visiting, and this is, well, I guess you could say this is the first official show of another decade it's the roaring 20s as they say uh as we head forward here and get ready for uh, year number eight although that'll take the official anniversary of that'll be a while but we could claim that already can't we yeah sure why not it's yeah. our show yeah <laughs> well tonight it's their show yeah that's right it's anger the ant who are in the studio here tonight and uh we've got some new faces that we're going to visit for the first time on our show but these guys have been uh, together for a while and have a brand new album out they just had a cd release party the end of november after thanksgiving so it's been a busy month for them want to welcome in don Shear, the <laughs> vocalist of the band don hey bob good to have you back and you've got some new friends with you we do we've had uh some new members join the band. Everyone uh, kind of, you know, different paths in life, take it different places. And so we've added uh, Mr. Christopher Mike in here. Chris, Hi. How you doing? <laughs> uh, Chris is on uh, guitar. Is that right? Yes, I'm the lead guitarist. Lead guitarist. All right. Chris, good to have you here on the show tonight. Uh, also, you. uh, Don, you've added some other new members uh, to the two-time Grassy Award-winning band. We should refer to. Yeah, when uh, Jason Anthony stepped away, we we got uh, Brian Russo, who we actually started actually started Anger the Ant, but it was under a different name back then. Uh, but whenever we switch drummers, we switch names. So Brian's back with us. But you're keeping the name this time. We're keeping the name this time. Yeah, <laughs> we, we kind of got too much stock put in it at this point. <laughs> Brian, welcome to the show. Good morning, Bob. And also. Uh, I guess Brian's brother is part of the band now, right? Is is a new member as well? We got Mr. probably the newest member. Is the right? newest member. He he played with us at the CD release, uh, which was his first show. Uh, he did play for one song on us with us on the album, um, and we we kept hounding him until we decided to join full time. <laughs> so that's Jamie Russo. Yes, it's uh, it's great to be part of this group. I think they got some really good. Uh, piece of music that they put together and um so it's just a pleasure to be here to play with him so he's reading from the teleprompter don <laughs> put in front of him uh, not really <laughs> but you know i would imagine uh it, it's it's fun to have transition but this is uh covering a span where you were putting together an album that featured a lot of previous musicians so the new anger the ant hitting the ground here running in 2020 uh, is this evolution right now? Right. It, it it was the this this second album was a little little different because we were going into it uh, 
Brian had about a month to to learn all the songs, and it was it was kind of fun to see how they morphed with with the new members coming in. Uh, Zach, who was obviously with us up until he fe- he cut the album, uh, and then he had joined the Hawkeyes the the next week after he had cut all of his parts. So we it was kind of nice to see how different spins were being put on what we had been playing for, I guess it had been two years since the last album came out. So Brian was putting his own spin on stuff, and then Chris came in probably, you were with us for what, like three months? And we actually went back and uh, cut out some of Zach's parts and and put Chris in, which was a really kind of neat process to see because we got to compare Chris and Zach. Yeah. And so it's kind of neat. Chris, you were able to kind of give your own interpretation of what you felt a song could do as far as cutting it for the new album? Yeah, I felt my role coming into the band, uh, you know, was to provide as smooth a transition as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, Zach taking a, a different direction, going with the Hawkeyes, I wanted to be able to step in and kind of feel like the band hadn't lost a beat, but also to, you know, Put my own interpretation, my own style uh, into the group. So I started with the band back in February. Sort of similar situation with Brian. I had a couple of weeks to learn a lot of music before one of our first live shows out for St. Patrick's Day. And I think it was by the time we got to May, I'd you know, gotten to know the music and the band pretty well. I was able to try to step into the studio and, and uh, lay down some tracks yeah, um, yeah. without you know, with, without trying to overstep too much what, what, what Zach was doing. Sure. I had my own flair to it. Yeah. That would be an interesting transition uh, coming into a band that's already been established. Uh, I would imagine, you know, it's difficult, but at the same time, you're a performer. Uh, you want to be able to offer what you what your talents have to, to give. Yeah, That's right, yeah. And I felt like when I was recording those solos that Zach was just watching over me the whole time, so I was really appreciative <laughs> of that. <laughs> now, Don, you recorded uh, at the Meat Locker Recording Studio again? Yep, all Jim Har- Harpel, and we love it down there and can't really see us going anywhere else, so... Yeah, Jim. Jim's great to work with. He, he, I think he did a great job with this one, and just as he did with the last one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your your first album was so special, uh, and you had uh, obviously great success with that on this very show because obviously the listeners picked you as a two time uh, Grassy Award winner. So that, you know that's a difficult thing to, to follow up. But did the songwriting process for you as a musician kind of flow the same way that first album did, or did you have intent to take it? somewhere else it the it was a little bit of a different process because the first album was pretty much written when the band was put together okay so whenever we got everybody together i had already written all the songs and from there it was just everybody writing their own parts this one was more kind of written with the band in mind because i I did solo before i did the band so everything i wrote was singer songwriter type stuff this album came out a bit more what would this sound like as a band? And that's why you'll notice there's more bridges. There's more, <laughs> there's changes in tempo. Cause like we did, we did think about, you know, what, what the band's influence on the song was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Wonderland was actually, the guitar part was written all by Corey Steitner before, uh, that was one of the last things he did before he transitioned out of the band was me and him sat down and I had written out the lyrics, but I hadn't touched my guitar yet. And I sang it to him and he sat there with his guitar and figured out what the guitar part was. So everything was kind of much different process from the first one on writing it. So yeah, 
And you had some other special guests uh, make appearances on this record, too, didn't you? Yeah, the, the first album we had um, a bunch of uh, vocalists come in and did the backup vocals. This one, we had a bunch of musicians come in. So we had Sophie uh, came in, uh, Gretchen Lavery. We had Mr. Russo here, Jamie, who's now in the band. Corey came back and did guitar. So this time we went with bringing in the guest musicians. Thank you for handing me the disc so I can make sure I'm not forgetting anybody <laughs> looking at the back now. Oh, Tracy. I forgot Tracy. Uh, she came in on Almost Home and played cello. Uh, so it it was fun also coming up with that stuff. And I, I will always tell Zach I'm going to murder him for what he did to us on Wonderland because he was the one who convinced us into writing a horn part and recording it in the studio. And we get there the day we're recording, and Zach's like, hey, I don't think we should do the horn part. And I was like, we've been talking about this for a year like why would we cut it today like of all days he's like well i mean if you really want to do it we can do it i'm like yeah we're, we we need to do it zach we've been saying it's going to be on there so then he sent his dad to the music store to get line to get music sheets so he could write out the horn parts because <laughs> he hadn't done it yet so i'm like that's why you wanted to cut he's like i yeah i wasn't really prepared for it <laughs> <laughs> But it got done. It got done. It got done. It got done. Yeah, so him cool. and him and so like Sophie showed up and Gretchen showed up and he's sitting there like finishing writing the horn section, <laughs> and I was just like, "You way to be prepared, Zach." He's like, yeah. <laughs> "So so it's kind of like Kenny, I guess. Uh, Zach, you're gonna kill Zach again? Like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. rest in peace. Because I thought Zach. he was yeah. Didn't we my, have that on a previous episode? Yeah, that's that is my new favorite band jam moment. By the way, we really are a sitcom show, aren't we? <laughs> We're getting there, Bob. <laughs> We're going to do a song. Uh, actually, why don't we go to the very first song in the album, uh, "16 Tons"? Uh, I'm I'm curious. Uh, I, I've heard you perform this, so I guess that's why you wanted to include it on the album. But yeah, we we wanted to put a cover song on the on the album just because. I think the way that we do covers is a little bit different than most people. We take yeah. it. We don't try to match a song exactly. We kind of put our own spin on it. Um, so we had a lot of, a lot of talk about putting a cover song on there. And, and Zach actually was the one who's like 16 times. He's like, yeah, we, we do that so different from the original version. So we decided to, to get the rights for it, which actually turned out not to be hard because it's turns out it's not quite in public domain, but say, it's, it's got to be pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's listed as a folk song, so uh -huh. the the rules on it are a little more lenient. Okay. Um, so we were able to to do to get the rights to it and record it, and it actually ended up playing out very beautifully because it's one of the first cover songs that we ever started playing four or five years ago, whenever we started the band. Mm -hmm. um, but also, if you listen to the recording, the first half of the song is Zach soloing, the second half is Chris. And then at the end, there's a dueling solo part, and it's both of them at the same time. So it was a nice kind of like handoff between yeah. Zach and Chris. So that's why we started the album with it. And, and it's a great sample of uh, how the band has transitioned to where it is here today. We're talking with Anger the Ant. We'll continue our discussion with uh, Don, Brian, Jamie, and Chris. But here is 16 Tons from the brand-new album, A Beautiful Thing, from Anger the Ant tonight on The Grassroots Show, here on The Rock Station, 97.7 FM.
Grassroots Show thanks the Rainbow Inn in Freeport for being our longest-running sponsor. They've been here from show number one. You should get out and support a local business that supports local musicians, and that's exactly what the Rainbow does. Stop by for lunch, dinner, drinks, and fun. The Rainbow Inn, 323 2nd Street in Freeport. It's the place to stop for refreshingly good times and drink specials during all Pittsburgh sporting events. They're open Monday through Saturday at 11 a.m. They're home of the 24-ounce Man Can Special. Stop by and thank the Rainbow Inn for their sponsorship of local music via the Grassroots Show. Stop on in. Look for Utah. The Grassroots Show, Sunday nights at 7. Brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. We are back on the Grassroots Show here tonight on the Rock Station 97.7. I hope you had uh, some pork or some ham from Bros' Superette over the holiday. If you didn't, oh, you missed some pretty tasty meat. And Bros' Superette is uh, the sponsor of this segment. They've been a longtime sponsor of ours. And, well, if you've missed out on the real ham for Christmas, you can get one of their ham loaves or enjoy some hot sausage They've got various cuts of steaks, deli meats, cheeses, homemade sides and salads, and more. They're high on the hill, right on the price. Corner of South Main and Rockenstein Avenue in Butler. Thanks to Jim and the crew up at Rose's Superette. We just heard a song going into the break called City of the Broken Hearts from the new Anger the Ant album, Beautiful Thing. Don, give us a little uh, background of that particular song. Third cut from the album. Yeah, it... uh, the way most of my songs get written or the lyrics get written is I get one line stuck in my head for sometimes a year, sometimes a decade. Wonderland was a decade. I had a, a line stuck in my head for over 10 years, and then all of a sudden it came out, like the whole song came out in one day. But uh, City of the Broken Hearts, I had the line, welcome back to the City of the Broken Hearts again, stuck in my head for I can't even tell you how long, and then it kind of all pieced together with a bunch of different songs that got written and took apart and put together in different ways and then that song was all put together but my favorite part of the whole process with that song was the transition it made from whenever we uh, switched drummers from Jason Anthony to Brian we'd been playing the song for probably a year and a half at that point when Brian came in and then Brian put his own when Brian came in the song completely morphed um, from what 
the way we were playing it because he came up with a new drum beat. He's like, I don't hear it that way. I hear it this way. And it quickly became like one of our favorite songs to play because mm -hmm. it, it's not that it was better. It was just different and it was fun. And, and it's such a fun song to listen to and play now live. And wake up over there, Brian. Oh, <laughs> of course, uh, joining uh, Don Shearer from Anger the End in the studio, we've got uh, Brian Russo, Jamie Russo, and also Chris Mikan. And uh, give us a little, little of your take on this. What did you hear differently that was being done on that particular song uh, that uh, brought it to its present day form? Well, Don told me like what he was doing, and. Uh... I thought, you know what, let's just try it this way, just see what you feel and, and see if you like it. And mm -hmm. I just add this little thing that uh, Don likes to call the boots and hats beat. So uh, I was like, okay, well, let's just roll with this and see. And uh, add the rest and of the guys and see if they're happy with it and everything. And and uh, it just worked out well. I mean, it just just fit yeah. to me. Yeah. It did. That's so. cool, to, cool to hear the two songs we just did and to hear the transition from former band members to what you have now and carrying forward a little background of yourself brian how long have you been playing music what what got you into drums uh i started playing the drums when i was the age of six took lessons off of randy roth okay very well known uh, name in the community yes yeah. randy was a phenomenal drummer great teacher and yeah. stuff took lessons from him for about 10 years and then uh I'd say around my senior year in college, friends of mine from high school and stuff in college, and we decided to start a band, and uh, we had a 90s alternative rock band called Fonzie back in the day. Mm -hmm. And we were together off and on, just, just a cover band, 90s mm -hmm. alternative cover band. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were together off and on for about, uh, about 15, 18 years or so. And uh, it was a lot of fun playing yeah. with those guys. I, I, I missed the band, and we had a lot of good shows, a lot of good times. And then... Yeah. Uh, at one of the shows, that's when I ran into Dawn, and Dawn actually approached me after the first set. We were playing at the Monroe Hotel, and he's like, I got this little project in mind. Would you be interested? And I said, sure. So that's whenever, um, before Angular Yan at the time, whenever it started, it was called, actually, we were called 37 Regrets, and it was Dawn Shear and uh, Justin Lefevre and myself. It's just three-piece. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I was finding that it was a little bit too much uh, where I was. I was actually married at the time, being a school teacher, uh, DJ on the side, and then playing in two bands. It was like, okay, this is way too much. <laughs> so I said, Don, look, I'm going to walk away, and I, but I have somebody that will fit perfectly for you guys. And that's when Jason Anthony came into the group. Uh, I've known Jason for years. We went to high school together and everything, too. Yeah, yeah. So then things changed in my life and then over the years, and then uh, that's when Don and uh, Justin approached me uh, a couple years ago, and they said, would you like to get back into it? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. That's cool. So That's cool, kind of roundabout full circle, if you will. Yeah. And Justin is in the band. He's just not here on the show tonight. But. And, and, and i got to say, Justin's bass playing on this CD is phenomenal, by the way. I, I reached out to him. On, I'm just very impressed by by what he laid down on this. He, he's the backbone of the entire band. And I, I've been saying that since day one. Is he, I love playing with Justin because he doesn't realize how good he is. Like he, I mean, and he practices, he practices more than any human being in the world and to the point where it drives us nuts. Like he'll show up and be like, what, you guys didn't learn those seven songs? And we're like, okay, easy champ. But, but his writing process is amazing because he'll write, watching him and Zach, like whenever they would write, they would write the most complex stuff. And then, but Justin, you would 
watch this process happen where he'd write these insanely intricate bass lines and then they'd slowly start getting whittled away until he'd be like, all right, I think I found it. Hmm. But it, he, he would start like with this Mozart like bass line. <laughs> and then by the end, it's like he, he could be playing root notes by the end of it, but yeah. he, he starts really complicated yeah. and whittles it down until he finds the right thing. And cool. it's, it's, he, he's the backbone of anger, anger the ant without him. I don't think we'd have the sound that we would have. That's cool. Jamie, over to you. Give me a, give a little background uh, of your musical history. Yeah, I've been uh, playing piano, keyboard since I was uh, five years old here. I actually took off a local um, uh, restaurant owner and a piano player himself. was then Vince Tavalario was actually my very first piano teacher. Wow. Took okay. off Vince for a while and then uh, kind of progressed to uh, some prominent um, players in Pittsburgh. Uh, Frank Cunamundo, who's actually a very prominent mm -hmm. jazz player, yeah. took some lessons off him. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then got into the classics with a guy named Frank Jerima. So I'm uh, not sure if you know some names there. But uh, I've actually been playing for years. I've, I've played in groups for years. I was um, 16. I was playing down at Duquesne University, playing some jazz down there. I got involved in some groups. Might have known some local talent with uh, Lori Russo. Well, I was going to say, yeah. uh, Lori did some work with Frank. Yeah. I think we've played a cut many, many years ago yeah. of her singing with Frank's trio. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was a, tri a trio at yeah, the time, Yeah, it was a right? trio, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but uh, Lori and I started in a group um, years ago with a guy named Bob Fidoli, yeah. a group called Crimson. So we okay. played a lot of local bars. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I had a lot of background in that. And, um, have just uh, continued to play in the area. I've did you know a lot of things with the churches around here. Yeah. Uh, do some of the local pageants and keep trying to play. And then kind of got away from playing in bands for a year because I was raising a family. So then it kind of got to the point where that uh, transition was kind of somewhat completed. And said, yeah. hey, I think I'd like to get back into this. And these guys approached me and I uh, said, yeah, hey, why not? That's Give cool. this a shot again. So That's cool. You always have the bug. You know, you yeah. want to play, you want to sing, you want to just perform. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially as involved as you are. I mean, both, uh, you know, you and your brother, uh, Brian, uh, very involved in music groups in this in this area for quite yeah. some time. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's cool. Fun. That's cool. Over to Chris. Chris Mikan on lead guitar for Anger the Ant now. Chris, a little of your background. Well, I grew up in a really musical family. My mom is a piano teacher. My dad's a drummer. Uh, grandfather played just about every woodwind instrument under the sun. Uh, so I've been doing music as long as I can remember. Um, primarily, though, my training is in classical music. I studied with uh, Peter Sullivan, Murray Crew of the Pittsburgh Symphony. I, I went to music school at Duquesne University for trombone performance. So actually, a lot of my music background is in, is in classical orchestral music. Uh, when I started playing guitar when I was about 13 years old, so so always kind of doing one side was the, a lot of the classical training, and the other side was... When I wanted to let my hair down, so to speak, doing the rock stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was about you know a year ago that I was looking again to play in a serious rock band. I'd, I'd played in a really serious rock band when I was in high school. Um, we'd made a CD and had to play it on the radio and stuff. And you know, I really wanted to get back into that again. And uh, found Anger the Ant. Um, basically, uh, Justin had reached out to me. He'd, he'd found me, and we emailed back and forth. Um, set up an audition, and I guess the rest is history, so to speak. So, yeah, uh, just very—it was kind of almost serendipity that I just happened to, to find these guys, and the, you know, the kind of exact music that I really enjoy playing. Yeah, uh, that these guys are doing. So, just I couldn't be, you know, any more happy to be with this band. 
And then, then Don, for for you, you know, the success you had with the first Anger the Ant album and, and the quick rise that you guys had, it's got to be comforting to have the talent in the room uh, to pick up and carry on. Oh, it's amazing. And and like like you said, the success of the first album, and, and I, I've been saying this since the first album, um, the honor of the Grassy Award is the nomination because that comes from the radio station. Winning the award shows how insane your fans are. <laughs> like, like the support that we got from sure. the people that follow the band and everything was insane. And and that's I think that's why we do it though. Is you know why do we why for bands like us that we're not going to hit that national scene like we're not chasing that that ring. Why go into the studio and record? And it's just you want to leave a little piece of something behind like mm-hmm. it's like it's just like uh the person who the kid drawn on the sidewalk chart <laughs> like you know drawn with chalk on the sidewalk like it's not going to stick around forever but but it's there you, you, you left it there. there like yeah. and and it's yeah. a nice little imprint so i like that um so yeah the this album was a lot more of you know it i i allowed people in on my writing process because before i would just write and bring it to the band be like this here it is like this one was different um city of the broken hearts the one we just played was a perfect example because i i wrote that song front to back and then brought took it to zach and was like hey uh zach this up a little <laughs> and like handed it off to him and that's where the guitar part comes from it's he took my guitar part basically threw it away and brought in his own to fit it and it it's becoming a lot more fun for me. Like it's not as stressful as the first album was, where it was everything had to be written by me, and, mm-hmm. and now it's more uh, just letting everybody be like, "Man, do what you want." Yeah. It's here's band the lyrics, and then we'll figure it True out. True band effort. Uh, where can people find the album? Where can they pick it up? Where can they find more information about Anger the Ant? Uh, anywhere that you can download music, that album is on. It's on iTunes. It's on Google Play, Amazon. Uh, all those places, cdbaby.com. Uh, we, we got noticed that it was accepted on Pandora, which was absolutely stunning because the first album even got shut down from Pandora. Wow. Well, they're, uh, they're missing it. <laughs> right. It was, it, was, it was really And if you ever get a rejection email from Pandora, they are fantastic. <laughs> it's literally the nicest way to tell you why you're not good enough. <laughs> okay. So, they, so but we, uh, it, it will be on Pandora. It hasn't happened yet, but we did get the acceptance letter. Um, so anywhere you can download music or listen to music, Spotify, all those places. That's cool. And if you want the hard copy CD, beautiful artwork by Rose Berger, um, just message the band. We'll get you one. That's cool. I, I was going to bring up uh, the artwork. You've got a very intricate uh, design on the front of that. I see some gears and some mu- and musical instruments. Uh, this, is, this is quite a yeah. It was uh, the the artwork was done by by Roseberger, who just graduated from Butler High School last year. And I that artwork is so amazing. I actually have a full tattoo of it on my arm now, uh, just because it's beautiful. And basically, the idea was I gave her this photo of a heart exploding. And I said, we want something like this, but obviously we want our own spin. And then that's what she brought back to us. That is really cool. And it's amazing. It's She's such a talented young young lady. She's off to IUP now, going after an art degree, and wish her all the best. Well, we'll, keep, an, we'll keep an eye out for her work uh, because there's, there's a lot to this. It's, oh, it's, it's very, very intricate. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's great stuff. And, of course, produced at Meat Locker Recording Studio, our segment one sponsor. We appreciate uh, the opportunity to hear this and for you guys to share uh, it with us uh, here tonight, Brian and Jamie Russo, along with Chris Mikan, Don Shear. We're going to play a couple more songs, uh, and I think these are songs that we've featured 
uh, so far. But give us some insight into A Beautiful Thing and Almost Home. A Beautiful Thing was written the day after the first album was released. And we actually debuted it at Band Jam, our first Band Jam. And we didn't realize how far that song would actually take off because it wasn't recorded. We had just released an album and we're playing a song that's not on that album. And But we started to notice something was a little special about it because people were coming up to us after shows going, hey, can I get the lyrics to that? And we started to realize, like, oh, this is song's kind of catchy, that we weren't really expecting it. And um, it's literally just a song about a guy wanting to watch it. The whole album, actually, it's just kind of like, hey, the, let's, let's smile as we watch the world burn a little bit. And a beautiful thing is that's kind of it. It's If you listen to the chorus, it's... I just can't wait till it all falls apart and disaster is a beautiful thing. So cool. it's it's just a little fun little I don't know, post apocalyptic, I don't know. <laughs> it's and and Brian, you said too, City of Broken Hearts it was your favorite song on this album too. Yeah, it's that. definitely my favorite. Yeah. It just seems like a lot more busy work for me on the drums there and compared to some of the other songs for me. So of course, you know, being a drummer, you want to stand out and yeah, have some fun and rock it out. So, yeah, you know. no doubt. And of course, uh, almost home. We'll play that. We played that about a month ago. A little over that. Uh, almost well. home was uh, written. It seemed like I, I had a lot of friends that were losing a lot of people very quickly and suddenly. Um, we we had a, a dear friend of ours who came to all of our shows. Uh, her her mother and brother passed away very unexpectedly within like a couple months of each other, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Just just saw it happen a couple more times to friends where, you know, we weren't expecting to see people pass, and they were. And we were actually on a band vacation. We had, we had, the band was so busy two years ago that nobody got to take a vacation, so we got a timeshare, and we all went up to, to Treasure Lake and Dubois, and everybody else went out and was doing something. I was sitting around with my guitar, and I was just thinking about all these people that had passed away recently. And, I, and the idea behind the song was, what, what would you say... Or what would they say if they knew they were going to be leaving soon? And what would be the advice that they would want to leave behind? And and that's where Almost Home came from. So I wrote it out, and then Zach came back to the condo we were staying at. And I was like, hey, listen to this and tell me what you think of it. And Zach was actually the one who told me, he's like, I, that's not guitar. He's like, hey, you can't have that be guitar. He's like, that that's too pretty. He's like, find a keyboard player, get a cello, and just when we go into the studio, record it that way and just keep it nice and simple like that. Cool. And then we reached out to, to Jamie here and hunted down Tracy to play cello. And Jamie got a chance to, was to be a part of it as well then. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I when I first heard the piece, and of course it's notorious with Anger the Ant when they um, want you to learn something. There's nothing written. There's no <laughs> words. They just say, hey, here's a song. Go try to put it together and tell me what you think. And it's like, and have it ready within two days. So uh-huh. it's like, okay, um, True trial by fire, huh? (laughs) Brian, learn these parts. (laughs) So I'm I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, man, this this thing is really nice. Like, you know, keyboard player, you know, I want to. How much do you want to put into it? And and that's the hardest part with Anger the Ant right now because nothing is masked in with piano or keyboard. So you're kind of just dovetailing in. You don't want to overpower it. You don't want to have too less. But it was just beautiful, kind of just. put it in and, and there's some things I would have liked to have changed after I heard the recording but um, literally put it together within a day or two just trying to yeah. figure it out and once we got into the studio uh, made some changes there but it's a beautiful piece yeah I love it well and out and about live 
you may hear some of those uh, different improvisations quite possibly. So, hey, guys, great to have you in the studio. Keep up the great work. Uh, again, the album is called A Beautiful Thing. They are Anger the Ant. Appreciate sitting down and having a chance to talk to you guys about this tonight. It's good seeing you guys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Don, Chris, thanks, Jamie, Bob. Brian. Thanks, thanks for, Bob. Thanks for being here. It's the Grassroots Show and Anger the Ant, the Rock Station, 97.7 FM.
Rosie Superette is well known for having the freshest meats in town, whether you're getting beef, pork, or chicken. Ambrosie's is the king of ham loaf and butler. Make sure you try their kibasi or smoked meats, and I guarantee you'll be back for more. And pick up some of their delicious prepared foods. Rosie's Superette open Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday, 9 to 4, at the corner of South Main and Rockenstein. High on the hill and right on the price is Rosie's Superette. Time now for the Grassroots Concert Calendar on The Rock Station 97.7. It looks like it's going to be another fantastic year to get out and see and support 
local music and see some extremely talented local musicians. And, well, no better night than coming up on Saturday, January 18th. It's the Fostering Music January Jam, this year going to be held at the Inn at Lenape Heights. It's going to feature Doppler Effect, The Bale Jumpers, Silver Lining Shakedown, Black Forest Ham, Self Preservation, and the Applewold Ramble Band. Jaggerbush Hollow with a couple of new additions is the Applewood Ramble Band, by the way. Also, don't stop there, the Rumors and Travolta. If you go to www.fosteringmusic.org, you'll find more information on a very special night that helps to provide musical instruments and music preservation to those that are in foster programs. Check it out, Fostering Music January Jam at the Inn at Lenape Heights on Saturday, January 18th. And don't miss out on Saturday, February 1st. It's A Common Crown's The Reckoning album release party. It's going to be at the Funhouse at Mr. Small's. You won't want to miss that one. That view is amazing, is exactly what you'll say when you walk into the Clubhouse on the Hill. A restaurant and bar nestled above Freeport overlooking a scenic landscape. Enjoy elevated appetizers, burgers, pasta, seafood, and the best steak you'll ever eat. Join the fun with DJ Trivia Tuesdays at 7, monthly comedy nights, and giant flat screen TVs to catch the game. Check out their Facebook page for upcoming events. The Clubhouse on the Hill, 499 Freeport Road, Freeport's best kept secret. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Back on the Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station, 97.7. This segment brought to you by The Clubhouse on the Hill at 499 Freeport Road in Freeport. Check them out at theclubhouseonthehill.com. And why not head over on Facebook, give them a like, because every Sunday they've got pasta Sundays and they have a special menu item every Sunday. It changes. But they keep you up to date on Facebook. And if you're out and about in the Freeport area, stop by the Buffalo Saloon inside the Clubhouse on the Hill where they've got a beautiful view and great brews, great food, too. We appreciate their sponsorship of our show here tonight. Appreciate uh, the visit from the guys from Anger the Ant. It's hard to believe it's been as long as it has been since uh, we've talked to them about an album. But, of course, uh, they are a two-time Grassy Award-winning band with this station. Yeah, I was surprised to hear it was that long, long ago. But, yeah, crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Been doing this too long, Bob. <laughs> oh, we've had some great music to kick off our new year. How about it so far tonight? Yeah, so it's 2020, and I think we started this in 2012, July of 2012. Wow. So, yeah, we're going. By my accounts, uh, episode 391. 391. Heading towards that big old Close 400. Big celebration coming this spring. Just feel it. <laughs> if we could just get there. And I probably we need to think of how many dates it's been since Utah's been suspended. We're on a good run here right now. You know that. Fix that real quick. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to your Green Bay Packers on uh, their uh, successful year. And, yeah. You know, they, you didn't. Have, you had no stress here this weekend because they're sitting around waiting for everybody to come to them. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be a good year. That's that's pretty cool Go stuff. For that 14th championship. 14. Wow. <laughs> of course. Uh, Lots of eights are going to be coming up here this year because it's going to be uh, the annual, eighth annual, Band Jam Grassroots Music Festival coming up in August. How about that? We'll be fully celebrating our eighth year uh, in business here with Shady Lady Productions and The Rock Station 97.7 with the Grassroots Show. So 
Uh, we'll be rolling some lucky eights. Eight years of the Rock Station 97.7 format. Wow. Yeah. yeah, big celebration coming up this spring, I guess. So, But, of course, the Band Jam this year, August 21st and 22nd, presented by Woodman Life. They'll be back at Cooper's Lake Campground, and you should be too. Tickets are on sale if you go to thebandjam.com. You can pick up your tickets now, and uh, Cooper's Lake Campground will start taking reservations before you know it, and you'll be able to book your spot and get yourself out there, and we'll be announcing bands before you know it as well. Yep, cannot wait. Already, already barreling towards it. <laughs> So we're looking forward to another great year. And, of course, for you musicians out there, if you want to get that music to us, well, good example tonight, a couple songs that you heard here tonight were directly just emailed to us at grassroots at bcrnetwork.com. Reach out to us. And if you haven't heard a response, reach out again. Just keep banging on the door because we will eventually get to it. In fact, I think the two songs that we've played tonight all came out through an email between late November and the first of first week of uh, December. So, and it's just a, it's a busy time, obviously. We, but we'll we'll get caught up. We've got a lot of music to share for you in 2020, and so reach out to us, grassroots at bcrnetwork.com, or buy Utah beer, and you might get on the radio. I don't think they call that payola anymore. That's no, just convenience. It's just buy me a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we've got some more like this song uh, from a gentleman named Brady Novotny, who uh, is, uh, from what I'm hearing and the caliber of this song, a pretty talented, talented guitar player who wrote a uh, album that was released uh, this past year on MTS Records and produced and engineered by Mr. Dave Granati. Uh, and he actually, we're going to have to dig out a, another song, too, because uh, he had a song on the album called Redemption's Cry that features a vocal by his wife, Jennifer. But we've got a little sample of Brady on guitar here tonight called Passions Collide. I think you'll dig this. Brady Novotny here tonight on the Grassroots Show. All right. And I expect we're going to be having this next gentleman on the show again here real soon. Um, he dropped... Uh, his new CD uh, towards the end of uh, last year, and that is um, 600 Miles is the name of the CD, and that's Martin Zendel, Marty Zendel. So I've uh, been talking to him. We'll have him on soon, but uh, we'll throw on the title track to take the show out, 600 Miles. All right, and we'll do this again next week, Sunday night at 7. It's where you'll find the Grassroots Show right here on The Rock Station 97.7, streaming as well, 977rocks.com. And don't forget, show is archived. You can pull it up on demand via the podcast at 977rocks.com as well. We'll see you next week here on The Grassroots Show.
taxi that would be my home tonight you see and I told my dad I just had to know if I'm good enough to make the show cause that's what I want to be well I guess I didn't look too sure as I turned and headed for the door Just smile cause he'd seen it all before When he was me and he said Six hundred miles to get there Six hundred miles to somewhere You might be a star You know you just might not get that far Every chance you're gonna take it Even when you have to fake it Pretty soon you know If you can make it on your own Six hundred miles to get there Six hundred miles to get back home I hit town on Friday night Broadway bars and the neon Quite a sight to see Country music fills the air And guitar players everywhere And everyone a better one than me Well, I told myself that I'm pretty sure That I'm glad I headed for the door And he just smiled when he seen it all before might be and he said six hundred miles to get there six hundred miles to somewhere he might be a star you know you just might not get that far every chance you're gonna take it even when you have to fake it pretty soon you know if you can make it on your own Six hundred miles to get there Six hundred miles to get back home Six months in I've come to understand Why I'm working days to pay my bills And nighttime in the band Still don't know time I lose my way I remember every word he said that day Six hundred miles to get there Six hundred miles to somewhere You might be a star You know you just might not get that far Every chance I'm gonna take it easy I have to fake it Pretty soon I'll know That I can make it On my own Six hundred Miles to get there Six hundred miles To get back home Six hundred miles To get there 
Broadcasting the best rock across all of Western Pennsylvania. W-L-E-R-F-M Butler Cranberry.
talking about, man? The Rock Station. We were standing on the corner one night, me and Agnes. She had these tight jeans on, these high shoes. Bad. It was a warm September night. Wind's going through the trees. This dude Louie was looking for a fight.
Rock Station. 97.7. First with local music. Don't miss the Grassroots Show. Sunday nights at 7. On The Rock Station. 97.7.